In our last episode, Grace was not at all happy with her close introduction to Caleb. Hello, I'm Anne-Marie Moore, author of Love's Weaving Hands series books. I would like to welcome you to the LWH series podcast. Here, you can listen to the audio version of my books. It is my hope that this series will encourage every woman to know true love. This is a nine-book series, and I will be your narrator for book one, The King's Daughter. Chapter 3 The five village representatives muttered with each other after Robert announced Abigail Allison's desire to move into Brooks Village. Why should we accept her, Robert? We know nothing of who she is. Might I add, Mr. Tyndale, you knew nothing of me either. Robert poised himself with confidence as he pled on Abigail's behalf. Yes, yes, but you came under the roof of your wife's family— and as you know, highly esteemed villagers, who is to care for this woman? Will you be taking her under your roof, Mr. Gall? Galena Tyndale, a 27-year-old single woman, was the youngest of the village leaders. That won't be necessary, Miss Galena. She informed me she can purchase her own property. Several nodded at Robert's statement. My lords, I learned something in my travels prior to settling in our delightful valley. Robert stood unwavering, as in the day when he presented his own plea before the villagers. If you really want to get to know these strangers, which I am certain you do, he threw a knowing look in Galena's direction, then allow Miss Allison and the child to live among us. You mean her child, Galena asserted. Uh, I suppose. Perhaps Miss Allison has a past she wishes to keep to herself. For there is no reason for a woman to be raising a child alone unless... Unless her husband died, Robert interrupted Galena's presumptions. The point is that she seeks solace among us, as I did years ago, as our ancestors did. Were they not welcome to these islands by the Supreme Fjord himself? Why should we do any less? But I thought you and your wife, whose soul may rest in peace, no longer believed in fear, that you fancied some new god... It's true, Galena. Yet I know little of the god my wife spoke of, but I am familiar with our legends. Galena gave him a curious nod, then turned to her father. Robert waited for the villagers to decide. Farewell, Robert, Galena's father confirmed the decision. We will allow Miss Allison to dwell among us, on the condition that she purchases property, and, he turned to Galena to finish, as a woman, I will take it upon myself to get to know Miss Allison. No doubt you would, Robert mumbled, knowing how Galena thrived on gossip. What is that, Robert? No doubt you would, for you are most qualified of all, Miss Tyndale. Who but you could acquaint Miss Allison with our village history and customs? Thank you for your confidence, Robert. I will bring Miss Allison this morning. There's no need, Robert. We've made our decision. She doesn't know that I came on her behalf. I want her to feel welcome, and I think it best if you allow her to come before you and tell her of your decision. My, my, Galena smiled at Robert. One would think you have a great interest in this stranger. <clears throat> Robert cleared his throat at her assumption. I want to return the kindness as I once received it. That's all. 
Very well, Robert. We'll not disclose your persuasion to her. Thank you, Mr. Tyndale. Robert returned to the store and found Abigail helping Jennifer. He listened intently as Abigail spoke to Jennifer about God. Is it time already? Abigail noticed Robert. It is, Miss Allison. She turned to Jennifer. Will you be all right with Grace? Yes, ma'am. Grace was not happy that the rock had no treasure. She is still in her room and won't come out. She may sulk a bit, but it won't be long till she be out exploring, Abigail assured. Are you ready, Miss Allison? Robert waited by the entrance, holding the door open for her. Before entering to meet the village leaders, Abigail braced herself. Are you sure you don't want me to join you? Mr. Gall, I've got to face them eventually alone. It might as well be now. Besides, I'm never alone. My Lord Jesus Christ, Father and Advocate, is ever with me. She gave him a warm smile and made her way up the steps where Galena met her at the door. Abigail emerged after a short while. Robert had waited outside for her. He noted her facial expression. Is everything all right? I'm amazed at my lord. They ask me no personal questions, unlike the stories I've heard of Brooks Village. So you like gossip, then perhaps you'll fit nicely among the villagers. Mr. Gall, I am not one given to gossip. You must admit, you based your judgment about the villagers on the hearsay of others. Truth stops the mouth, Mr. Gall. I truly was wrong for making such a judgment before getting to know the people. What will you do next? Tomorrow morning, they will show me two properties. I'm glad they are accepting you. Robert tipped his hat and gave her the right-of-way into the store entrance. Nana! Grace ran to embrace her. Where did you go? We, Grace, it looks like soon we should have our own place. Really? Yay! Can I pretend to be a princess in our castle? Would you like to be a princess? Jennifer picked up a fabric and draped it over Grace. There you go. My Nana can make me a pretty dress with this. Grace smiled and looked at Abigail with pleading eyes. Once we settle in our home, I'll make you a pretty dress, Gracie. Abigail and Jennifer made their way towards the kitchen to prepare the noon meal. Robert stepped behind the counter to tend to customers. Grace walked through the store with the fabric around her shoulders. She didn't notice a boy enter the store and stood watching her. She turned, and Caleb's smiling face met her. She didn't wait for him to speak. She kicked his leg and ran towards the guest room, leaving the fabric at his feet. Ouch! Robert looked up at Caleb, barely seeing Grace run away. What happened, Caleb? That, that crazy redhead girl! He gritted his teeth in pain. Jennifer and Abigail came to see what was wrong. Caleb took one look at Abigail's red hair and terror filled his eyes. Oh no, there's two of them! He ran out the door, limping as he went. He cared not to stop as his cap fell to the ground. If you would like to get this book and other books of the Love's Weaving Hands series, please visit lwhseries.com.
Love's Weaving Hands series books and audios are copyright by Living Faith Publishing, LLC.